morning to you. We hope your week has been filled with the quality life that NASCO provides. Today, our attention is focused on citizen action, safety measures, and responsibility in coping with natural and man-made disasters. You will no doubt agree that safety is a crucial necessity in our daily quest to enjoy the quality life. Disasters, whether man-made or natural, before man at one point or the other. But if all are sufficiently armed and empowered with the necessary tools and critical information on safety measures before a disaster happens, then we are most likely able to cope and pull through. Worldwide, disasters, natural and man-made, claim lives daily. These disasters also inflict and cause significant damage to livelihoods and property. The negative impact of disasters on society and the economy, whether natural or man-made, can be devastating indeed. Here in Nigeria in particular, we may not be familiar with disasters like earthquakes, hurricanes, typhoons, tornadoes, tsunamis, volcanic eruptions, wildfires, landslides and avalanches, and the like. We are, however, familiar with flooding, plane crashes, collapsed buildings and bridges, and so on. Very remarkably, too, our share of man-made disasters would include such others triggered by the avoidable and preventable ethno-religious, socio-political and insurgent-driven calamities. For residents of Plateau State, too, the unfortunate floods that recently ravaged some communities readily come to mind. Today on Nazca Moments radio show, we are privileged to have in the studio the Executive Secretary of Plateau State Emergency Management Agency, Al-Haji Al-Hassan Bardi. We will spend time this morning to educate and empower us on citizen action, safety measures and responsibility in coping with natural and man-made disasters. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. My name is Fudum Gyan. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the yama yama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Good morning, Alhaji Brady. Thank you for making time to be with us on the program. Good morning, listener, and it's a pleasure to be here. So how would you, could you please define what a disaster is for us? Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Um, first, let me mention that disasters are inevitable occurrences which have become part of man's daily experience and human existence. Indeed, the reality of life has shown also that disasters would always occur. Whenever and wherever they occur, the negative impacts are severe, resulting in loss of lives, injury, property destruction, indeed infrastructure damage, and general environmental destruction. Thus, the negative impacts of disasters have always been a source of concern you know, for communities and government in all nations of the world, including Nigeria. Okay, I know we have um, mentioned some, but what are the predominant types of uh, natural disasters we have in Nigeria? That's right. Well, before then, I, I thought I could go into the def- definition first. 
Um, by way of definition, although we have so many definitions of disasters, but what would come to mind rightly as far as this program is concerned is that disaster is a serious disruption of the functioning of a society, you know, happening with or without significant warning, causing widespread human, material or environmental losses which exceed the ability of the affected society to cope using only its resources. So coming to the next question, the predominant disasters experienced in Nigeria um, include wind or rainstorms, floods, we have epidemics, pest infestations, drought, desertification, and indeed environmental degradation. Uh, let me quickly also point out that these disasters are categorized into two or divided into two. We have the rapid natural disasters, rapid onset, so to say, and then the slow onset. The rapid onset natural disasters in Nigeria, for example, would include just like what I said earlier on, um, wind or rainstorms, floods, epidemics, uh, pest infestations. And the slow onset would include, you know, desertification, drought, and environmental degradation. Okay. Um, could you take time to elaborate on the differences between uh, man-made <clears throat> and natural disasters? Well, it has been said, man-made and natural. Man-made disasters are those disasters that are caused by human activity or activities. You see, we live with hazards every day. It hazards in themselves do not become disasters or disastrous, except if they are triggered by human activity. For example, the flooding incidents we've been experiencing mostly are being caused by um, indiscriminate disposal of waste, which is indeed a very serious and bad attitude of our people, um, lack of proper drainage systems, and these issues need to be provided and indeed, we also have uh, people building houses on waterways. So when you build a house on waterway, definitely you expect that by the time there is flow of water, whatever house you must have built would be washed away. So uh, these are some of the human activities or man-made disasters. But the ones that are natural, indeed, these are natural phenomena uh, that have come naturally from God. And we don't have any... Uh, significant control over those ones. So when they come, definitely we only try to cope with them and then mitigate the effects where necessary. Okay. Um, now let's come to citizen action. How is citizen action and responsibility relevant in the scenarios you have painted? Well, good. Um, it takes two to tango. The citizens on the one side and indeed government on the other side. Um, citizens are expected to play you know, a very critical role here in, you know, cooperating with government to ensure that lives and property are safe. Our citizens must heed to um, the warnings and indeed to the alerts being given by authorities so that we save life and property all the time, you know, in our various communities. 
So we have a responsibility, Indeed. even as citizens. It's not all about government. At all. All right. Uh, this is the Nasco Moments radio talk show. And we'll be back to talk some more about what our responsibilities are in uh, coping with natural and man-made disasters. Please don't go away. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. In case you just tuned in, you are on to the Nasco Moments radio talk show. Our guest this morning, the Executive Secretary of Plata State Emergency Management Agency, Alhaji Alhassan Bardi, has been educating us on citizen action, safety measures, and responsibility in coping with natural and man-made disasters. Now, there's a popular saying, sir, that prevention is better than cure. Yes. So, um... What preventive measures should citizens take on the one hand and then governments on the other uh, so that we forestall occurrences of disasters? All right. Um, just like you've rightly said, prevention is better than cure. Uh, in emergency management, we have four main platforms to include prevention, mitigation, preparedness, and response. So prevention, as it were, is to allow people to look at their communities and their environments, to look at their risks, you know, exposure, that is vulnerability, and to be able to take those actions to ensure that even if there's any occurrence or disaster, the impact will be minimal. Therefore, it is expected of our people to be safety conscious and indeed to be rational in their thinking even before they take any action at all. And uh, on the side of government, indeed, the responsibility of catering for the needs of the citizens and their well-being, of course, rests with the government. Uh, so as a government, for example, in SEMA, we've been able to collaborate uh, with humanitarian actors in emergency management to ensure that we prioritize collaboration and scale up, you know, coordination to ensure that, you know, humanitarian service providers do the right thing at the right time in order to save, you know, the lives of our people and their property. Okay, um, it is apparent from the experiences of citizens in advanced countries that though some disasters uh, can't be avoided, they usually receive warnings beforehand. Um, how would you say we have fared as a society in this regard? Well, the Nigerian nation uh, is dynamic. And to a large extent, we've been able to uh, come up to a level of enlightenment in such a manner that we use scientific means and measures you know to measure some of the happenings for example NIMED would always tell you uh, the weather conditions all over the country uh, by telling you uh, what would happen whether it would rain here or there or sunset or sun I mean a lot of sun all over the place and with that we've been able to receive predictions from NIMED itself the Nigerian Meteorological Agency uh, we've also received, you know, alerts 
from the Nigerian uh, Hydrological Services Agency. NEMA has also been able to give out, you know, these alert signals to ensure that the proper thing is done by disseminating the information down the line uh, to tell our people, for example, about the 2016 seasonal rainfall. Therefore, um, I think the country has come of age. We have all the instruments of uh, detection and be able to pass the information through the media. What we're doing like right now is part of it, disseminating information and telling the people what to do, you know, um, when it matters most. Yes, but I would uh, imagine that most people in urban areas do receive these uh, warnings. What about those in the rural areas who may not understand English? Well, that's right. Um, in the last three weeks, SEMA has been on air, uh, disseminating information, creating the awareness to members of the public, both in the urban and rural areas, uh, using different languages. We have used English, we have used the Hausa language, and I'm sure our people living in the rural areas predominantly Hausa speaking, they understand the language. So, um, of course, there's a use of radio. Uh, the use of radio is mostly uh, done by people in the rural areas, unlike in the urban cities here, where, where they only uh, you have televisions, and not everybody in the rural area may be able to, you know, watch the television. So, I'm sure with what we have done, uh, the information has been passed on because we called on various ministries, departments, and agencies to activate their mechanisms of, you know, disaster management and indeed call also upon the 17 local government council management committees to also uh, play their role of passing the information. Okay. And then the citizens must also be able to share that information with their neighbours. Yes. Now, people are readily come uh, rally round when there are disasters, but in, response, in responding to a disaster occurrence, how can they safely partake in rescue activities? Well, the principle here first is uh, safety first. Uh, we, it is advisable that if there is an occurrence, for example, if there is a bomb blast, just like what we experienced in just an environment in some years past, people rush to blast you know, scenes. It is advised that people don't rush you know, immediately to such uh, incident scenes. And uh, it is important to relate with experts, uh, professionals who know a lot about disaster management to be able to provide solutions, even when there is disaster. And uh, if there are incidents, people should be calm, and like I said, not rush to disaster incidents. Mm. Incident scenes, sorry. So they would rather wait and get direction from the experts? Exactly. All right. Uh, that's interesting, and I uh, sure hope that uh, people are listening so that we do what is right at the expected time. It's the Nasco Moments radio talk show, and we're not done yet. Please stay with us. A promise kept. the taste of Nasco cream crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco cream crackers is best served with tea, coffee and cheese. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers. A promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers. Another quality product from Nasco. 
Welcome back. We've been discussing how citizens can be empowered to practice safety and cope with natural and man-made disasters. Alhajibwadi, let's turn our attention to other related issues. Most man-made disasters are no doubt the results of man injury to, man's injury to the environment. You've pointed that out. Now, what activities should people desist from so that we can at least prevent many, if not all, of these man-made disasters? Right. We have factors that predispose people, communities, I mean, to disaster incidents. Like I said, if it is flawed, people should desist from indiscriminate dumping of refuse on waterways. Uh, if it is fire, people should not, you know, use fire anyhow. There should be some measure of control. Uh, if you are leaving the house, for example, switch off all your electrical appliances in case there will be power surge. And it is also important that, you know, we are rational. Uh, we think a lot on what safety is. And then uh, there's also the need for those of us that drive on the highways to, you know, uh, observe speed limits because of our speed in, in terms of road accidents would kill. Uh, we also have to respect road signs. Uh, we have people who, because of money, would want to um, kind of like, like for example, Kiro uh, explosion. People would uh, bring up this product, mixing them up with either petrol, and at the, at the end of the day, it becomes combustible material, and then before you know it, there is fire. Therefore, uh, even at home, we should be able to talk to our children, uh, we should be able to talk to people in schools, even at workplaces. Uh, we should have fire extinguishers, we should have uh, I mean, meetings amongst ourselves, drawing attention to what is required to be done in terms of safety maintenance. Okay, well, when it comes to our laws, um, what sort of laws and adequate penalties are there to checkmate harm done to the environment? Well, the laws are generalized laws because I know we have ministries, departments and agencies, you know, uh, of government that are saddled with the responsibilities of uh, looking at the environment, taking charge like the Ministry of Environment, Ministry of Works, Lands and Survey, you have the JMDB and the rest of them. And these laws are there. Uh, in case somebody contravenes the law or the laws, I think uh, sections of the laws are saying that person should be penalized based on the kind of offense he must have committed. And then I know also that the laws would be enforced in such a manner that if somebody, for example, goes to erect his own house on waterway, uh, the law would take its course by ensuring that that property is demolished to save life and property. Because our people are deliberate sometimes. Uh, like the house adage, that is, we need to be alive to see tomorrow. Therefore, uh, I know the laws are there and then they are being, being used all the time by the relevant uh, organizations and agencies. Then it's safe to say that it's lack of enforcement that has caused uh, so many of the man-made problems that we have. Right. Mm. Well, indeed, that is true. Um, here, indeed, there's need for all these organizations that are charged with this responsibility to carry out, to look at the environment and ensure that the right thing is done in terms of enforcement. Okay, can you please assess for us the state of disaster and uh, emergency management in Nigeria? Yeah, we're from of age as far as that one is concerned. Well, thank God we have the National Emergency Management Agency, which has been established at the national level. 
and then uh, we have the SEMAs. I think from the last count, we have over 26 SEMAs established in the various states uh, to handle emergency management affairs in all ramifications. And indeed, we also have the local emergency management committees or authorities at the local government level. Therefore, uh, this is an effort put in by government at all levels to ensure that disaster management becomes the business of everybody. But how well funded are they? Are they uh, up to the task in, in terms of their responsibilities? That's right. Funding is one very critical issue and it's very, very important. No matter how beautiful your programs are without adequate funding, you would not accomplish the set objectives. But I know also certain percentages are given in terms of uh, managing disasters at the national level, the state level and the local government council level. Because uh, the laws establishing these agencies, you know, uh, provide that certain percentage uh, should be given to disaster management agencies, outfits at the national, the state and the local government council level from the ecological fund to be able to, you know, uh, manage disasters. But is that being done? Well, uh, in some respect, yeah. But I want to call the authorities concerned using this opportunity and platform to look at funding as very, very critical because disaster management, that's what we call the golden hour. Response must be swift. Apart from response, all other aspects of the platforms must be taken care of. And uh, without funds, I don't see how we achieve this. Okay, um, can you share with us or how as citizens we can cooperate and collaborate with government to improve disaster management? Well, um, like I said earlier, and as important as it is, disaster management is the business of everybody. All hands must be on deck. Uh, therefore, my call to the entire, I mean, entire citizenry is that once government comes out with a policy, people should cooperate. People should not look at it as any form of you know, coercion or punishment. It is all aimed at saving lives and property, just like I have said. And uh, government is for everybody. Government is about you know, uh, the welfare and the well-being well of the people. And like in the state here, the, the present government, the change government, is all about looking at people, their well-being, their satisfaction and their security. Therefore, it is important that we cooperate with government as citizens of the country. In closing, do you have any final words? The final word is thank you for this opportunity. And I'd like to call on our people, you know, in the state and even beyond to look at uh, safety wherever we are as important. And let me also commend, you know, the NASCO uh, group of companies for coming up with this kind of platform and how we'll continue in this manner. Thank you. All right, thank you very much as well, Alhaji Alhassan Bade, Executive Secretary of Plateau State Emergency Management Agency, uh, for sensitizing us on the NASCO Moment Show today. Uh, we believe that the audiences, all that have listened today, are more aware of the safety measures uh, they need to put in place to cope when a disaster occurs. So, thank you. Dear listener, we end today's episode of the show here. Remember, you can follow NASCO Group on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group. You can follow as well on Twitter. The handle is at NASCO Group. And please freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moment Show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text to the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the trivia question we have for you this week. What is the name of the agency saddled with the responsibility of emergency management in Nigeria? 
Once again, the question is, what is the name of the agency saddled with the responsibility of emergency management in Nigeria? Send the correct answer via text to the number 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. I'll take the number again, 0805-774-7777. Last week's question was, how many vitamins and minerals does Nasco Cornflakes have? Well, the answer is seven. And for that, for giving us the right answer, Oche Desi from Apata Genta is our winner. Congratulations to you, Oche. Uh, there's a wonderful package from NASCO on the way to you. Thank you for being a part of the program. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Content Development, Tolu Bakari and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu and Tolu Bakari. I'm Hudun Gyan. Stay safe, stay healthy and join us again next week.